Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one movable page of Talmud every day. And today's pages, to both 109 and 110, address the reality that many of us, especially in the last three years since the advent of COVID-19, have experienced firsthand the reality of moving, of leaving, especially leaving cities and going to suburbs and rural areas as 5 million Americans a year, more or less statistics tell us, do each year in the last few years, trying to escape, shall we say, trying to find something that isn't as difficult and demanding as city life and get a load of the Talmud today. With regard to the statement in the Mishnah that one may not force one's spouse to move from a city to a town or from a town to a city, the Gemara asks, granted, one may not remove her, one's wife, from a city to a town as all items are readily available in a city. You can get whatever you want. Whereas in a town, all items are not as available. And therefore, the wife can argue that living in a town is inconvenient for her. However, what is the reason that the husband cannot compel her to move from a town to the city? The Gemara answers, this supports the opinion of Rabbi Yossi Bar Hanina. As Rabbi Yossi Bar Hanina said, from where is it derived that dwelling in cities is difficult? As it is stated, and the people blessed all the men who willingly offered themselves to dwell in Jerusalem. This is a line from the book of Nehemiah. This shows that living in a city is difficult due, the Talmud tells us, to the noise and the general hubbub of an urban area. Thanks a lot, Talmud. Uh, Like those of us who live in Manhattan, like I do, really needed that reminder. So here to help us sort our way into the ideal living condition is our friend and producer, Josh Cross. Hello. Hey, Leo. So today, Josh, the Talmud tells us that moving from the city to the country is difficult because you can't get all the stuff that you're accustomed to, like a certain kind of French cheese you and I both like, which is kind of hard to find. But moving from the country to the city is also really hard because the city is noisy and smelly and just too much. Josh, it seems to me like this passage of Talmud was written specifically with you in mind several thousand years before your birth. Well, I mean... If there's one thing we've discovered in the 11 billion pages of Talmud we've been through on this show already, it's that they, they knew it all already. We just needed to look it up. There, there were no questions left unanswered, perhaps, except maybe what my password is for my iCloud. That is in Tractate Nedarim. That's a right, week yeah. from now. Yeah. I, I should have known. So it's, it's, it's very interesting as we read this one because it's the struggles that I deal with and, frankly, my wife does almost every day in that now that we've identified that we also have a home upstate, many hours outside the city that we enjoy it's when do we want to be where and why and let's let's set the scene uh so here you are consummate inveterate unrepentant unreconstructed city dweller for more or less your entire life correct Uh, i mean i grew up in the burbs but i as soon as i was an adult and could afford it i was in the city you're in the city. And and you are also very much of the city, right? Yes. You're the type of person who loves like the corner bodega, the restaurant down the block. Like you're a very neighborhood type yeah. of guy. Yeah. I mean, I know my bodega cat's name and I know where I can get the right kind of beer at 3 a.m. Yeah. I mean, like I enjoy the fact that there's a supermarket downstairs, literally in my basement. 
And then comes COVID. And I'd like to think, in part because I pestered you, you went ahead and, and established a beachhead up up north in, in the bucolic beauties uh, of, of upstate New York. True. Yes. And so, first of all, let's let's do general impressions. The Talmud tells us you can't find things in a small town, but a big city is really noisy and difficult, so it kind of evens out. Is this impression indeed correct? If I don't go out to buy the things that I need up there by about 9 o'clock, my only choice is the Stewart's gas station until the following morning at about 7 a.m. So a lot of premeditation needs to be. But then describe to me the feeling of, I believe it's Sunday night, you return after spending, you often grace me with these photos from your uh, rural abode of, you know, trees and beautiful yards and most maddening of all, uh, huge slabs of meat, slow cooking on on the smoker. And then you return from this this heavenly uh, slice of life uh, here to New York with the rats and the crime and the crowdedness and everything. What is it like? Is it all depressing? Is it all reassuring? Is it a little bit of both? I mean, it, 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 it's everything rolled into one because I still love this city in a lot of ways, whether it's a convenience or like when the Mets aren't losing, I can get to a game in 20 minutes right from my home or all the other things that I want to do are right here. But man, if that bar across the street would just shut up. So like, I have a choice between hearing the drunk people or the crickets. I have a a choice between having to, you know, be done at the supermarket by 8 p.m. or the guy blasting Jay-Z at two o'clock in the morning, which, you know, both of them have their advantages and disadvantages. Now, now I need, I need your help here because I've thought about this very, very often. Those of us who, you know, who are rooted in, in one place, uh, you know, simply, you know, when I hear the bar across the street blast very bad music very late at night, I train myself not to hear it anymore simply because I, I realize I'm stuck here. Uh, there, there's nowhere for me to go. When I spent a lot of time upstate, uh, if you forced me back into New York for whatever reason, I would be a little bit disconcerted because I've already become accustomed to the quiet. My question is, does having one foot in each kind of environment that the Talmud speaks of today, one foot in the city, one foot in the country, does it does it at all change the way that you see life in either part? Have you become less tolerant of the city when in the country, less tolerant of the country when in the city, or vice versa, more so because you see the advantages? I think it magnifies both. I think when we pull up on Friday night or whenever we go up there and get out of the car and see the stars and hear the quiet and feel the breeze, there is a joy in that. And then there is the Monday morning and we're going off to work and my kids are going off on the subway to school and doing all their things. There's a joy in that. And so I think as much as there is misery in both in a certain way, in in certain things, it more reminds me of like what I like about both. Although I will never forget that, you know, I might rather spend five days a week in one and two in the other rather than the way it is now. But I don't think I'll ever want to take my foot out of either one of them entirely. I think the Talmud sort of concurs. I think the most interesting and and beautiful, and honestly, uh, you know, this could not be more Jewish. You will note that the Talmud didn't say, well, here are the advantages of country life and the advantages of the city. They simply say, 
well, country life's kind of stupid because you can't get stuff that you want, and city life's kind of terrible because there's so much noise. They truly kvetched their way into wisdom. Josh Cross, thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman-Ader, Robert Scaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic and we will see you again soon.